0: Hello, hello, hello. I'm hoping this is going to work. This is going to give me some sort of feed here. Right now I'm listening to a new Hillsong album. Um, I got the new Hillsong album going. This song is called The Secret Place. And um, I think it's called The Secret Place uh, because it's a secret place that we can find ourselves in when we get into the presence of the Lord. Um, So right now, what I'm sensing um, is the Lord, you know, he's been calling people to A new time of uh, turning back to him, a new time of rediscovering him, rediscovering uh, the relationship, uh, the reason why you first came to Christ. All those things are coming back into an important space in our lives. And I think it's because of what's been going on. We're uh, witnessing... uh, a lot of interesting things in our time. We got COVID going on. We got disunity um, in the churches, disunity in uh, politics. Let's get some uh, some beautiful music on. I was going to say, you guys, if you guys get a chance, check out Hillsong's new album. Also, Bethel, they got some a new album, Maverick City's put out some new albums um, it's a time here where people are getting in touch with Jesus um, I would say a couple things off the bat let's not make Jesus a baby or keep him a baby um, he was a baby he did come uh, you know born to a woman but obviously born of the Holy Spirit by way of the Holy Spirit in her womb And uh, we remember what God did miraculously in that time. All the things that happened with Jesus and everything that's accounted. Most of it, you know, most of the Christmas story we get from Luke, a lot of it. Um, So when you guys get a chance, you know, go ahead, give God thanks for the season. Give God thanks for the time that we're in. Hang out with families, fellowship, all that stuff. But let's not lose sight of what it is about what the holidays are about i mean really if you want to get down with it you want to be real about it uh, christmas in its entirety is not totally a christian holiday there's a lot of pagan roots a lot of babylonian roots and this podcast is actually this one is uh we're going to be referencing the prophets today because i think it's important for us as a people to understand um what it means to walk in the prophetic, I think too many times we understand it just to be about telling the future or giving words of knowledge or impartation. Prophets do that for sure, but there's some special prophets in the Bible, if we can remember, that had insight from the Lord, they had wisdom, um, and they heard from the Lord, and they were able to uh, have dreams. Some of the people that we talk about in the Bible, for instance, Joseph you know we don't see joseph typically as a prophet but he was very prophetic um and so people have a josephic anointing they prophetically operate in business and entrepreneurship There's people that operate prophetically not just in the spaces of religion right so what i'm saying is um we have to start operating um differently seeing ourselves differently so not just, you know, prophet's not just somebody tells the future. Prophet can be somebody um, who has insight into different way, many different avenues. Uh, all of creations under God's order and all of creation must come into alignment with them. And I believe the Lord puts people in different systems to prophetically operate or operate with wisdom, whatever. We are coming into a time where the lines will be blurred as to... What gifting you have? Who are you? You're a prophet. You're an apostle. You teach a preacher. I think a lot of that we had in the the church age because the church age was about formation, formation of people, how to shepherd, how to get people, uh, fellowshipping orderly. Right. We worked out a lot of that. We worked out a lot of theology, worked out a lot of the rules, regulations, liturgy, rituals, traditions. and what we have now is predominantly a lot of religion, um, a lot of things that happen in the church that have nothing to do with Jesus or God. Not to say that they're bad, but the, the reason why we do some of the things we do in church, it's not for uh, the theological or uh, it's not a, a godly expression at the first uh, onset of the action. For instance, when we uh, take tithes in church, You know, tithe ten percent for sure. You go above and beyond for sure. But that's something that we do in church, you know, and now we have COVID and people do it online, all that stuff. I'm not saying don't tithe, hear me out. What I'm saying is it's just a part of our church culture, but the Bible says tithe. It doesn't say you have to do it in church. Have to you know, obviously it's advantageous to do it in church. You're already there, why not write a check or send a text? Um, what I'm saying is it, there's things that we do that we don't even know the genesis of it until we look back and we see what happened. For instance, the first five centuries of the church didn't celebrate Christmas. In fact, a lot of the Jews that were watching the Gentiles celebrate Christmas, they were telling them, stop. What are you doing? This is pagan. You're basically mixing Christianity with uh, with Greek, Roman, Babylonic uh uh, forms of worship and tradition and uh, you see it play out in our own religion God is an, ang- you know people see him God is an angry and he's coming down to punish and make sure that you get in line and I believe God has his ways, his ways are not our ways there's things that are absolutes that we must do, we must operate in um, so don't get me wrong what I'm saying is a part of his mandate is joy, peace relationship with him his presence You know, it's not just what we do and how we're carrying out these mandates so that we can check them off the box to meet the criteria the criteria was first met by Jesus obviously So we move into these different places beyond salvation by understanding that there's a process of transformation, sanctification, and in that process we move closer to God. And everybody's on different wavelengths and different ways of seeing, uh, you know, relating to God. Some people love to pray, some people love to worship, some people love reading the Bible picking apart words and going to the Greek and the Hebrew and all that and those are all beautiful ways to express yourself before the lord because i believe all of it is a devotion and a sacrifice to the lord i highlighted malachi 1 3 because it talks a, it, it's a prophet talking to people he's talking to priests actually and a lot of the time the prophets are talking to leaders and talking to groups of people just basically talking to israel And they're telling israel like hey these are things that are coming down from the lord he's showing us that we've been off on some stuff. We've been doing things wrong. We need to go back. We need to return to something or return to him or, or move away from something that's taken us from him. And God is so gracious. You know, he, he sends people speaking to the lives of the Israelites and the prophets happen to be some of those people. Now, the prophets are not, um, the prof- the, I believe, the prophets are operating differently now and we're called to something different right so the man the manner in which the the prophetic movement or the prophetic is moving right now it's it's uncharted territory um what i'm saying is most of the time when we understand our prophetic movements they're operating in church-like spaces but they're mostly at conferences and spe- you know Places that are specially uh, set aside for that type of um, expression of God. What I believe is going to happen is that all of it's just going to get mixed up. There's going to be people operating in these spaces, many spaces, not just these event spaces, these uh, conference spaces, in church, in homes, on the street, in businesses, little stuff. I mean, it could be you know, as a pro- as a prophetic person. The word of knowledge that you get is finely tuned and um, pointed towards somebody um, having a revelation you're just a revelator you're just shining light creating a way for somebody to see uh, the the move of god the way of the lord something that must capture their attention away from uh, something that's earthly or worldly there's uh, in First Samuel uh, 19. We uh, we get this um, this scripture which I thought was so cool, and it says uh, when David had fled and made his escape, he went to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. Then he and Samuel went to Naioth and stayed there. Word came to Saul David is in Naioth at Ramah, so he sent men to capture. Him. But when they saw a group of prophets prophesying with Samuel standing there as their leader, the Spirit of God came on Saul's men, and they also prophesied. Saul was told about that, too. He sent more men, and they prophesied, too. Saul sent men a third time, and they also prophesied. Finally, he himself left for Ramah and went to the great sister at Secu, and he asked, Where are Samuel and David? Over and hour at Ramah, they said, so Saul went to Nioth, Aramah, but the Spirit of God, you came on him too. And he walked along prophesying until he came to Nioth. He stripped off his garments and he too prophesied in Saul's presence. He lay naked all that day and all that night. This is why people say, Saul also among the prophets. Now um, this is, there's other scriptures, other versions that actually mention a school of the prophets and what i believe and this is other this you know you piece together other scriptures and you read books and people talk about this stuff so there's a lot of good a lot of good resources out there for understanding the prophetic i would check out walter brueggemann he wrote um he wrote the prophetic imagination and um his his book I, i read it i love it i think i read it twice actually and um Here, I'll let you check that out. So that's here. That's The Prophetic Imagination, Walter Brueggemann. Great book. Highly highly recommend it. And then there's actually a book called The School of the Prophets. And it's... um, Let's see if I can pop that book up here. This is by Chris Vallotton. And it's called School of the Prophets, Advanced Training for Prophetic Ministry, forward by Bill Johnson. You can't go wrong with that, right? And um, essentially... With, with the school of the prophets and prophet schools and all that stuff, what's happening is people are learning to discern hear from the Lord but also how to then use what they've been given effectively see sometimes a word that you get is not supposed to be given there's a lot of things you have to, the mechanics of understanding words of knowledge is important as well because not every word you get is for people sometimes words you get are for you or your church or it's to be written down and prayed over and and looked back at it. We have to be very careful not to just tell people everything that's on our mind or in our heart because sometimes it might not be for them. Okay? What I'm saying is that it's a very serious business speaking into somebody's life whether you think you're a prophet or not. You know? What I'm saying is the Holy Spirit's blurring those lines and everybody now has the opportunity to prophetically move because that's what he's calling all his sons and daughters do. Now, the Bible talks about, you know, some get this gift and some get that gift. So if you don't have a prophetic bent, that's fine. But you can still operate with the spirit of wisdom if you start training your eyes to see what God is doing. That's some of what prophets do. They start to just they discern signs and times. Jesus said that. He said, how do you guys just understand this one thing and don't understand the other thing? I Meaning you can understand what's going on out there in the political world it's easy to see division disunity but the reason why is not something that's earthly bound or i guess in some cases some of it is but what i'm saying is most of it has a spiritual bent that is founding giving it a foundation so underneath the problems that you experience in your community there's a spiritual uh problem going on so that means that you have to Discern, pray for, pray against whatever. Uh, come to an understanding of, and and ask God how to pray into the situation. Second thing I say as a, the the school of the prophets, they got together and they they would write down prophecies. They would come together and check prophecies together. If you if you look at the prophets of Baal, for instance, they were they ran they ran together. So Samuel was running a school of the prophets. He, he was doing something hanging out right and even before that we see other prophets pop up right where um one of the prophets is given over i think it's elijah if i'm not mistaken he's his his mom can't have kids whatever this might be the story fact check me on this but one of the prophets was given as um, given over to the school or given over to another prophet because he prophesied over the womb of the woman and she was able to bear child so she said if this happens I give him to you so she gave him to him and he became a prophet himself so whether it's a group of people or it's an Elisha Elijah situation where Elisha is his apprentice right then that that's another that's a type of school that's you're learning you're understanding how to discern and you're knowing how to move in the spirit this is what happened with the disciples they have learned how to move in the spirit i'm sure i'm, I'm quite sure that at, at certain points in time their ministry entailed talking to people about themselves the things that any you know, other people shouldn't know jesus modeled it right when he talks to the woman at the well and other times the disciples say hey this didn't work this worked he says hey praying fasting right so they go they're going over notes comparing notes in the bible we're getting a a glimpse into that but I, i'm quite sure that jesus gave him many tidbits lots of different information you know do this or, or say this or don't do that why would you do that you know they had they hit bumps in those the disciples right they would you know complain hey let's not give out this money or this perfume or whatever we can make money off of this what are you doing jesus is like hey this is about the kingdom so we got to look at this first by the kingdom way then operate in in, in managing the consequences of the earthly realm, or what's, whatever's going on. I'm gonna jump on to Malachi uh, one three real quick because that is the verse we're in. I might have to ch- I might have to do my uh, book, my Bible here, because I'm not sure if I could find this. Well, maybe it'll pop up for me. Uh, Malachi one. Let's just go with Malachi chapter one, and um, see what's popping. So let's go to the NIV. Let's do ESV. I like ESV. You know what? I'll give you guys Passion Translation today. How about that? Is Malachi not in the Passion Translation? It's Old Testament. Go figure. So let's do ESV. That's the one thing about that. I love Passion Translation, but they don't have, they only have, I think they have Isaiah, Psalms, Proverbs, and all the New Testament. Alright so let's see Let's check out Malachi 1 So the Oracle of the Lord uh, Let's pop this up on here for you guys And uh, Uh oh Uh oh I just messed up my whole setup Oh well Let's see what happens. All right, guys, going in blind. All right, here we go. Hope I'm still running. Here we go, Malachi. All right, you guys not might not be able to see this, but let's make it happen. So the oracle of the uh, word of the Lord. An oracle is a word from God, um, something that's been given insight by the Holy Spirit. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. It says, The Lord's love for is I have loved you, says the Lord, but you say, Have you loved us? It's not Esau, Jacob's brother, declares the Lord. You have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. Right? So he's saying, Look, I made promises to you. Right? Don't you know I love you? Right? I underlined in my Bible, if I go down to six, it says a son honors his father and a servant his master. And then I'm a father. Where's my honor? And if I'm a master, where's my fear? Says the Lord of hosts to you, O priest who despise my name. But you say, how have we despised your name? Right. So we look at today now. Right. If I tell somebody, any, any person, I don't know, especially a pastor, like, hey, we're a little off. We're a little off right now. Okay, things are going on in the church. We need to kind of pull back on it and get back to some some basics. You know, get back into real worship, worshiping the Lord. No, no time. We got too many time constraints. We're too fixed in our way of understanding how to do church, how to meet, how to have fellowship. You know, do we not know that there's no time limit on the amount of time we can have with the Lord? Right? There's no you know sometimes you can get a lot in five minutes you pop on a song right the spirit hits you can get a lot in an hour you know it's up to what god is doing in your life but there's something about a hunger you know what i'm saying so it says here now entreat the favor of god that he may be gracious to us you know present he said you know basically says by saying that the lord's to may be despised when you offer blind animals and sacrifice is that not evil right so we're talking about sacrifices blind blind animals basically uh sacrifices which are despicable right uh, a bad smell in the nostril of the Lord and um, he's saying to his priests, he, he takes no pleasure in that right you profane the Lord's table you pollute it and it's fruit right and you say what is what's up with that right the people are saying why is God saying all this and he says for I am a great king says Lord of lords and my name will be feared among the nations right so you know take heed next chapter he says and now priest, this command for you right so this is where we come in he's talking about priests here in this scripture but we're all priests right so in the order of mechizedek right under yeshua we are in his order right he's in, he's the high priest in the order of so we are also priests right that's why i said things are getting mixed up and blurred because a priest does so many things and to be equipped to do the priest work for today we got to be equipped in the many different areas so you might have to touch on understanding what the prophetic is at least to know that when it happened and what's going on you know the real thing you can discern if the person is is resonating they're in alignment with the word of the lord for the situation the person whatever's going on but that's to say The school of the prophets, it comes from the Old Testament, but doesn't mean the prophets and the prophecy and all that stuff is null and void, right? How it happens and how we do it is different, but the same mechanics are there. Light light people's eyes, reveal to people what's going on in your community, in your homes, your churches, your workplaces, whatever. And let the Holy Spirit guide you into seeing these things. Ask the Lord to open your eyes to the reality of um, opposition or the reality of joy and victory and breakthrough that's coming your way. Uh, The prophetic is not just to see problems, it's to see blessing and see what God's doing so that you can partner with it and be a part of it. Um, The last thing I wanted to say about the prophetic is um, you guys are now operating And not just the prophetic but in all five of the uh let's see the manifold gifts right fivefold uh fivefold ministry gifts right there are obviously you guys know them apostle prophet evangelist pastor and teacher i believe a king priest prophet holds all those and we touch on those in different ways when we operate in the spirit sometimes and who knows what the Holy Spirit wants to do when he hits. As we read in the Malachi or Samuel, rather, everybody that came near that place, there must have been a high amount of activity, spiritual activity going on with the school of prophets Were, or Samuel was just so anointed that whoever came near him was going to fall under whatever was on him. Who knows? The Bible doesn't go into deep detail, but we can surmise by a lot of the stuff we see in the Bible that um the spirit hit and people were being changed for a moment right the holy spirit went on the spirit of god fell on the difference with us as whoever we are prophets evangelists teachers apostles the holy spirit is is deposited on us and in us by way of jesus christ so what i wanted to say also is that you are always on call right so you got to be continually sharpening what it is the lord's calling to this is about the prophetic or prophetic people prophetically bent people in different areas that you can operate in but this goes for any of the gifts practice makes perfect right so you practice these things you, and you don't be afraid to step out when the time calls for you to move into your gift a word of knowledge for instance or even a prayer that as you're praying, you're asking God, let me hear what it's needed for this person. How to project words of encouragement to this person. Last thing I say about prophets. Prophets are not here to bring down fire or brimstone. Brimstone does not actually mean something bad. Brimstone is an incense, but people have mis-translated that part of the Bible. That's another story for another podcast, but I would say practice makes perfect and move, okay? Um, Let's not be too intellectually minded reading every book we can about being a prophet and not asking God what it is we're supposed to be doing. If you sense that you have a prophetic gift, move in it, but ask God how to move in it because it's not a one-size-fits-all, and you might find that it might be a little different than somebody else's gift. Some people hear in the spirit realm some people see in the spirit realm some people feel in the spirit realm right all five of our senses are engaged sometimes right when we're operating this way because the holy spirit wants us to see hear feel sense something so we can call attention to it be a part of it be engaged with them that is almost it for the school of the prophets i just wanted to kind of break into describing uh, some of these things and just start talking about it i think we don't talk about it enough because of um i guess our churches wanted to have order and move into things they could understand and one thing you have to know is that because you are prophetic you will be looked at weird uh one piece of advice don't go up to people and tell them you are a prophet not necessary. In fact, just tell people you are a man or a woman of God, and leave it at that. And let the fruit bear fruit. Let the let the let the words you speak bear fruit. Meaning, if you are truly who you say you are, meaning you're operating in the Spirit, and you want to love on people and bless people, then um, you know everything will be evident. You know, when it gets down to um, doing the business, right? So let me pray for you guys. Anybody out there want a touch of the prophetic? I'm going to just believe and partner with you that God wants to open your eyes to something new and um, that you don't have to be relegated get it to one gift or a couple gifts. I believe you can have all of them with the Holy Spirit. And um, I'm not going to limit God. You know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, nobody can ever have all the gifts. You can't have it all. You know, I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say, hey, God, you know, why not? Why would you give us life to the full and not gifts to the full? They come from Jesus, and he's full of life. We're full of his life. So shouldn't there be some more measure of faith exhibited by the people of Christ? What I'm saying here is as a prophet, this time is set apart for you to do what only you can do. He says, now, priest, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart to give my honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I'll send a curse upon you, right? and I'll curse your blessings. Indeed, actually, I've already cursed them because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I'll rebuke your offering. So, later on, he tells us, he says, look, uh, so shall you know that I have sent this command to you that my covenant with Levi, Levi may stand? So a Levite, a worshiper, a priesthood. This is a different type of priesthood, different than the Aaronic priesthood. It says, Lord of hosts, my covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. So the fear of the Lord, right? You're in awe and wonder of the Lord. He stood in awe of my name. True instruction was in my mouth, and no wrong was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should guard knowledge, and people should seek instruction from his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. And that's what I wanted to say. Is that you guys are different types of messengers i want to i want you guys to know that you're delivering a different type of message it's the same message but it's a different type so the archetype is changing it's it's a different type because the way in which you will do the work of the lord will be different than it's been before and it's okay and it's the way it has to be actually so you got to find out what it is okay I don't know how the Lord's calling you to operate, but there's something that you're supposed to be doing. All right. So do it. All right. So let's pray real quick. And uh, I'll let you guys go. This was uh, one of our school, the prophet nights where we just talk about the prophets, talk about the prophetic and what it's like to move out to the community and see things and and bless people with encouragement of um, sharing with people who God is we're here to tell people who god is and what he's about he is a good god he loves his people he loves his creation he wants everybody back everything that's been stolen from the enemy he wants it all back right now we're here in a temple i mean you can make a temple in your own space in your heart if you want wherever you're at you just close your eyes just bow just kind of get in a restful place we're just going to pray with the lord real quick and and just invite him into uh, your your transformation period, your period of discovery, right? So, Holy Spirit, I just thank you for anybody who's listening. And I just ask that, Lord, you would um, uh, be a part of this transformation process for people. I know that people are wanting to move closer to you, understand the purpose. And, and Lord, we, we want stuff to do. We know we got work to do. And so, God, we want to be close to you so that, God, we can first learn your heart. Whoever we are, priest, prophet, whatever, evangelist, pastor, apostle, whatever it is, God, we we need to lean into your heart, learn your heart. We're not going to be perfect this side of heaven, but what we're going to do, Lord, is we're going to partner with you because we see the fruit. We see the life of, of being connected with you and being in you and with you and, and a part of uh, your purposes, Lord, because it gives us purpose. It gives us purposes higher, Than our own purposes our own means and desires holy spirit i pray for visions i pray for dreams i pray for revelation i pray for peace i pray for doors to be closed and need to be door closed i pray for doors that to open they need to be open i pray for hope i pray for peace uh, and protection as well protection of our homes that are uh, having breakthrough but also noticing opposition because the enemy is trying to keep them distracted look i pray that they would operate in there uh, that the higher heavens, the third realms, the different realms where we're just operating with Jesus with Yeshua and in those places Lord the enemy can't touch us because it does not have access, the enemy does not have access into the spiritual realms that we can attain to, we can move into so got to pray that we go up fly like eagles, fly like um, eagles that are overlooking in surveying and in, 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 in inquiring what's happening on the ground lord jesus we need to know what's happening on the ground so that god we can get revelation from the sky revelation from you revelation from the air above the air so let's pray, I pray that you um love on us in that way by showing us who you are first showing us how you love us And then, Lord, allowing us to exercise that love in the spaces we are a part of, Lord. Pray for the churches, the governments, the politicians, the the leaders in the churches, the people in the church, all over the Western world, all over the world, Asia, Africa, all over Europe, all over the the Latin Americas. We're just praying for revival in the Caribbean areas, praying for revival in all of the U.S. and and Canada, and what we're praying for, uh, we we just want breakthrough for many multitudes. And we am praying also that you'd raise up your schools of the prophets, raise up your prophetic folks that are are leaning into you and, and wanting to hear from you and, and eagerly awaiting uh, missions and, and callings and mandates. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you open up to those who are listening, Lord, new mandates, new codes new ways of engaging their life and the others that they impact Lord I want to thank you again and uh, I pray that this goes out to where it needs to go and that all you guys are blessed we bless you guys in the name of Jesus Holy Spirit on you let pray for the blood of Jesus to cover everything that's over you everything that you're about, your business your place of business, whatever, you own the business godly leadership over you in the name of Jesus, mantle of Joseph on you in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit um And we pray for people needing protection tonight that are in hostile environments. We pray for you, God, to intervene. Lord, I pray that angels would appear and take command of situations where we are powerless to do anything on our own or on our own designs. That, God, you have all authority. You are ultimate, the ultimate authority, Lord. And you have the authority to send legions of angels. So, Every voice, uh, every he- ear that hears this voice, Lord, they would. I pray that you would send not just their guardian angel to to, to, to encroach, to awaken them, or to be a part of, or, or to to partner in the move of all the Holy Spirit, but Lord. Ask them for other ones, breaker angels and born angels, ophanim and Seraphim and Cherubim, Lord, and all the different types to just fill, just just be around about the houses and around about the belonging and just the, the children and keep the people's health. We pray uh, a divine frequency over, oh, everybody listen right now, a uh, heavenly frequency, or Holy Spirit to pray for uh, peace and rest and also protection for many of the invading uh, diseases that are going on out there, whether they're man-made or not. We pray that, God, you would keep all of your people healthy, That the Holy Spirit would keep people uh, uh, encouraged as well on the inside. That God, people would start to um, know themselves more intently as well. uh, To to do soul care. To take care of their hearts. Holy Spirit, take care of their minds. uh, To be transformed and renewed. Rejuvenated. Revived if need be, Lord. Awaken your sons and daughters to assume the places that they need to. So that Lord, all of creation can be back into you and with you they're yours and you are theirs all of your creation loves you lord all of your creation calls on your name all of your great all of your creation longs to honor you we just don't know the way so Holy spirit show us the way first so that we may show others in the name of jesus i pray amen Hey, guys, it's been a blast. I thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing, following, keeping up with this. I'm Anwar Allen, a.k.a. Agape Fire. I love fire. And I love you guys. I do this because I'm hoping that some people could be encouraged in whatever uh, season they in to discover new things about themselves, to discover things about the Lord. Yahweh, Yeshua, Amashiach, Adonai. Okay?